listen to this man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. I'm in the house. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I may not be able to help your pain go away, but I can sure give you some relevant information. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, coming to you on a Saturday, Saturday, which is unusual for me since our normal time is Tuesdays. But there are some things that I'm seeing uh, and, and more importantly, not seeing from the mainstream media that uh, I, I want to just bring you up to date. I'm going to talk to you about uh, Dr. Blaylock's article where he updated COVID and, and his article is titled, What is the Truth? And has been published in a neurological journal, Surgical Neurological Journal International. Dr. Blaylock is a retired neurosurgeon and a theoretical neuroscience researcher. And I want to talk to you a little bit too about masking Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, masking, the myth of masking. There's a saying attributed to Albert Einstein. If you keep doing the same thing day in and day out, expecting a different result, you're an idiot. And that is what's happening with masking. The Fauci doctors, the ones that are old and never had any epidemiological training and don't read anything but... uh, John Hopkins or Mayo Clinic or Massachusetts General, who all are under the influence of Big Pharma, if they don't read anything but but things that are coming from those institutions, they really don't know what's going on. They have no idea. So um, I guess, do you know that 77,000 people are dead? And 7.3 million are injured due to the COVID so-called vaccination. And that is across the United States, Europe, UK, and Australia. 77,000 dead from the shot. 7.3 million injuries. Let that sink in. And that's only between 1% and 10% of these events being actually reported. Think about it. It is mind-boggling. And these are CDC reports, VAERS reports. That's available. According to the CDC, 1,285,329 injuries have been reported, with 28,714 deaths, sadly to say, from taking the COVID jab. And this, this article you know, just correlates all these statistics from around the world, and it was published by the Exposé on June 11th. Did you, do you see that any place? Have you heard that any place? 
The expose also published an article titled, Your Government Published Data Confirmed It Can Take Just Five Months for COVID-19 Vaccinated People to Develop Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. Think about it. It's called VADES, Vaccine Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. It's a form of AIDS where you have less immunity than prior to the jabs. Not my opinion. This is the, the backed by the data and by epidemiolo- epidemiologists and scientists looking at data hard data. In fact, they're coming, they realize now that the jabs have a negative effectiveness. A negative effectiveness. That is, they not, they not only not protect you from this code, this SARS-2, but they make you more susceptible to it. If the vaccine or the jab, as I call it, was effective at 50%, well, that would indicate that vaccinated are 50% percent protected, more so than the unvaxxed. But the effectiveness is being calculated at a minus 50%, meaning that the unvaccinated are 50% Unvaccinated are 50% more protected against the COVID-19 than the vaccinated. That's called a negative vaccine effectiveness. Are you reading this, ladies and gentlemen? Are you reading this in the papers? Are you hearing this on the nightly news? Has anybody really come out and said this is a disaster? What we have... a, a We have committed a crime injecting an experimental vaccine with no liability to anyone. Experimental vaccine with no liability. Another headline is the vaccinated have up to six times the infection rate of the unvaccinated out of New Zealand. And from the UK in March, 90% of COVID hospitalizations and over 90% of COVID deaths were among the vaccinated. I'm not happy to say that. The COVID vaccination rates in Africa are low, but they are avoiding the worst of the COVID. And scientists are baffled. They should have listened to Dr. Vandergert and others at the beginning of this mass vaccination campaign, which should not have even happened because there was effective treatment, but it was demonized and doctors lost their license if they started to, to treat patients and save them. Incredible, ladies and gentlemen. So think of VADES, V-A-I-D-S, when you're getting your fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh boosters, because they're only good for a few months. 
So when they say you need a booster, do they mean the, the, the second booster is enough? The third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth? And 5.1 billion souls have got this stuff in their bodies. So, I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many articles uh, coming out. But, you know, when you look for, for scientists like Dr. Blaylock, you see an article that he published in Surgical Neurology, April 22nd, 2022, titled COVID Update, What is the Truth? It is a long article. I'm telling you, the man... Uh, researched everything. So I'm going to start from the back and summarize some of the things that he said in this article. And the conclusion is probably four or five pages long. He's, he's telling us something we all know. We're living through some difficult times, difficult political times. And how many times have we been told we're never going to return to normal, that everything has been reset, according to that book that written by Klaus Schwab, The Great Reset. This new world order, you hear about it, but do you, hear, do you ever hear about the explanation of what it means, how we'll all be subservient to the state? Well, for one thing, this new world order has devastated or an already incompetent medical care system in the United States. And when I say that, I am not talking about the trauma care, the acute care, the great surgeons. I'm talking about the ongoing care of, of illnesses. Traditional medicine has been eroded. In fact, I, I did a program the last two on my Tuesday, one by myself and last week with Dr. Wong. And by the way, thank you for making Dr. Wong's uh, program such a success where we talk about allopathic medicine and how 85% of doctors are now employed. And because they're employed, they're beholding to their per the person that writes their paycheck. And if the person that writes their paycheck says you cannot prescribe ivermectin, you cannot prescribe hydroxychloroquine, they can't do it. And if they do do it, they can get fired and lose their medical license for drugs that have been approved for a long time and have been used by doctors for years. So do you think, as, as Dr. Simone and others have said, that if we had used ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine as treatment, early treatment, we, there would be no need for a jab, no need for this M RNA vaccine, which can change your DNA, which has lipid nanoparticles that can go into your brain and your brain then starts producing these spike proteins. Are we going to be seeing, like some people uh, talk about, an incredible increase in Parkinson's disease and other neurological diseases? Unprecedented. Hospital administrators assuming the position of medical dictators, ordering doctors to follow protocols, not because of their experience in treating the virus, but from the medical bureaucracy that has never treated a single COVID-19 patient. 
Do you think uh, phony Fauci with his COVID positive test is going to be on a respirator? Do you think he's going to take a, a course of remdesivir, which is really remdesivir? Medical administrators mandated the use of respirators. Doctors didn't have a choice. Descending physicians were removed from their positions. And they were told to use this remdesivir despite its known toxicity and lack of effectiveness and high complication rate. They were, they were told to mask people, even though their rest, their breathing was impaired. And if they didn't do that, they risked re being removed from the hospital or losing their license or worse. Never has in history has early medical treatment of infected patients been ignored. Early medical treatment for COVID-19 was saving 80% of higher number of those infected people when initiated by independent doctors, 80% were saved. That would be about 640,000 lives over the course of the quote unquote pandemic. But those that control medical care, the pharmaceutical companies and the Fauci's of the world, they continued a destructive policy. So, uh, excuse me one second, ladies and gentlemen. This is an impromptu show, and I forgot to turn off my phone. And, and how about keeping families away from their loved ones? You know, you could not go see your sick dying relative in a hospital. They had to die alone. Funerals were limited. Couldn't even sit together at a funeral. But how about Walmarts and Costco's, huh? Put a mask on and go in. We know a lot about what happened to nursing home patients. In the beginning of this quote unquote pandemic, 50% of all deaths were occurring in nursing homes. Now I'll quote this one. Quote, throughout this quote unquote pandemic, we have been fed an unending series of lies, distortions, and disinformation by the media, the public health officials, medical bureaucracies, CDC, FDA, WHO, and medical associations. Physicians, scientists, and experts in infectious treatments were formed, who formed associations designed to develop more effective and safer treatments, were regularly demonized, harassed, shamed, humiliated, and experienced a loss of licensure, loss of hospital privileges, and at least one case ordered to have a psychiatric examination. Unquote. Fauci was given absolute control, ladies and gentlemen. A man that never did anything right in his life except make money. And he never believed in natural immunity. He only believed in pharmaceutical drugs and vaccinations of which we are told he has patents. And his employees at NIH have patents. 
Remember how he laughed about the use of mass? And then he, then he ordered the use of mass. And a lot of people, except our great governor here in Florida, followed his advice without any question. These masks, these lockdowns, these testing of uninfected people, the use of a PCR test, which was 90% positive, 90% positive, even though it was negative. That's a 90% false positive PCR test early on. Social distancing, contract tracing, be of little or no value. But try and reject them because the government has draconian orders. Again, no amount of evidence or obvious demonstration along these lines had any effect on ending these socially destructive measures, according to Dr. Blaylock. Even when entire countries such as Sweden, which avoided all of them, demonstrated equal rates of infections and hospitalizations as nations with the strictest and most draconian measures, no policy change by the controlling institutions ever occurred. No amount of evidence changed anything. I live in a, in a, in a CCRC community. I'm sure they don't read anything I send them about the worthlessness of masks because now they even want you to wear a mask in an elevator. They have no idea that mask with the dangers of mask wearing and the people that wear the mask have decreased oxygen, increased CO2 and breathe in their own germs. And these masks are anything but sterile. They're carried in their pockets. They're carried around their neck. They're carried in their golf carts. They're carried in the car. They drop on the floor. They're put on their face. But nothing is changing even here where I live. Dr. Blaylock then goes on to describe the economic collapse and despair and the effects of children's neurodevelopment. You know, IQs dropped in these children. IQs are dropping. Isn't that awful? How about suicide rates, obesity, drug and alcohol abuse? The terrifying rise of psychiatric disorders, especially depression. The officials completely ignored this. And how about when you find out that a death was the result of medical neglect? And remember, medical errors are the third leading cause of death. How about all those non-emergency surgeries that were put on hold? Many of these patients chose to die at home rather than the risk to go to the hospital. And many considered hospitals death houses like they did in the 20s and 30s. There's an insurance company, again, this is in Dr. Blaylock's article, One America stated that their data is indicates that the death rate for individuals 18 to 64 increased 40% over the pre-pandemic period. The highest death rate in the history of that, those, that insurance company. Over and above that from COVID.
quote, a dramatic number of these people are now dying with the spike occurring after the vaccines were introduced. Let me read that again. A dramatic number of people dying with a, a dramatic number of these people are now dying with the spike occurring after the vaccines were introduced. And lies are flowing from those who have appointed themselves as medical dictators. First, we were told, according to Dr. Blaylock, that lockdowns would last only two weeks. They lasted over a year. Then we were told that masks were ineffective and did not need to be worn, but quickly that was reversed. Then we were told that cloth mask was very effective. Now it's not, and every sh everyone should be wearing an N95 mask. And before that, they should double mask. We were told that there was a severe shortage of respirators. Then we discovered they were sitting unused in warehouses and in the dumps and in packing crates. We were informed that hospitals were filled mostly with the unvaccinated and later found the exact opposite was true over the whole world. We were told the vaccine was 95% effective only to learn, in fact, that the vaccines cause a progressive erosion of the innate immunity. Now, for me, you know, the, the SARS-2 virus is a respiratory virus. And when you inhale this virus in through your nose or pharynx, your body starts the immune process. But the, the, the jab, this mRNA genetic chemotherapy is given in your arm and it's allowed to penetrate every cell of your body but it's mostly needed in the nasopharynx so you can have good immunity. And immune, you, know, you're, you, you should be able to get over this infection in a, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks. But with the jab in your system, you have 24-7 production of spike proteins in your brain, in your liver, in your heart, in all your organs. Because this, they have done no biodistribution studies of this this jab. So what happens if you uh, run your car at 100 miles an hour for five months? It's not the same car, is it? It gets weak. And one thing that uh, Dr. Blaylock points out is they were told, pregnant women were told this was, was, was a safe thing to take, only to find out there was no studies done on the safety during pregnancy. None at all. We were told these prior to the emergency use authorization, EUA, before that was given for public use, we were told that these, these shots demonstrated extreme safety, only to learn that those unfortunate subjects were never followed. Medical complications caused by these vaccines were not paid for and the media covered it all up. According to Dr. Blaylock, quote, we also learned that the pharmaceutical makers of the vaccines were told by the FDA that further animal testing was unnecessary. The general public will be used as guinea pigs. And then we're told that this mRNA vaccine had been approved by the FDA, which was 
a clever deception in that another vaccine had approval, Comirnaty, and not the one that is being that was used or being used today because this is an emergency use authorization with no liability to anybody. Well, the Comirnaty was approved, but it's not even available in the United States. Did you hear from anybody that the Pfizer vaccine had been approved and was no longer classified as experimental? But that was a blatant lie because the one that was approved wasn't even available. So if you go to PubMed, you can pull up this article and, you know, he goes into so much that that it's just crazy. I mean, why were no autopsies done? After thousands of people died, they did three or four autopsies because they they knew why they died. They just didn't want it in black and white. It was only after 170,000 deaths and four months into the pandemic that the first autopsies were done. And only after 280,000 deaths in another month were the first series of autopsies performed, about 80 of them. Why didn't they want autopsies done? Pathologists wanted them. Okay, so a good article. It's a, it's in the footnotes of the uh, broadcast today. And he talks about the, uh, some lots of the vaccine being hotter than others. In other words, they have different things in them, maybe more uh, of the mRNA or whatever that makes people really sick. Interestingly enough, before I get off of this subject, it should be noted, according to Dr. Blaylock, that no studies were ever done on several critical aspects of this vaccine. One, they never were tested for long-term effects. Well, they never, there was no animal studies. The human beings are the guinea pigs. Two, they never had, they have never been tested for induction of autoimmunity. They have never been properly tested for safety during any stage of pregnancy. No follow-up studies have been done on babies of vaccinated women. There are no long-term studies on children of vaccinated pregnant women after their birth, especially looking at neurological development. It has never been tested for the effects on a long list of medical conditions, diabetes, heart disease, atherosclerosis, neurogenerative disease, neuropsychiatric effects, induction of autism, autism spectrum disorders and schizophrenia, long-term immune function, vertical transmission of defects and disorders, cancer and autoimmune disorders. Never done. Being done as we speak on the human guinea pigs. And we will someday find out, well, we know why, but who, who was the real, besides Fauci was in on this, why they attacked ivermectin so viciously and hydroxychloroquine so viciously. If you haven't read the real Anthony Fauci, 
You want to take a look at that by Robert Kennedy Jr. You'll get some of these answers. The media have been lapdogs. They have not done any independent reporting. There has been no science. It has disappeared during this event. There has been no logic. It has disappeared. And a lot of things early on when, when the Fouch said that they're all mess have come to be true, but you know, does he ever say it? Does he ever tell you about the asymptomatic vaccinated people spreading the virus? In fact, that's the danger. If you're, if you're unvaccinated and you're symptomatic, you know, to stay home cause you could spread the virus. But if you're vaccinated, you could be asymptomatic and spread the virus. And these vaccines cannot protect you adequately against all the variants, such as Delta and the Omicrons. Natural immunity, which Fauci denies, is more superior and maybe lifelong. And the vaccine immunity wanes after several months. But the immune cells are impaired for prolonged periods of time, putting the vaccinated at high risk of all infections and sorry to say cancer covid vaccines cause a significant incidence of blood clots and other serious effects all in dr blaylock's article now we're going to give it to babies are we going to have internment camps like they had in australia austria and canada if you're not vaccinated, will you be denied employment? And just remember, early treatment could have saved the lives of most of the 700,000 that died. So I, I just was reading his article this morning and uh, it just got my blood boiling. And so I say, oh, here we are. Let's, let's talk about it. One more thing and then we'll go. Well, we'll, we'll and, and yeah, we'll, I was going to talk a little bit about uh, the death and the complication of death from the vaccines, but we'll leave that for another time. I did want to bring you up to date on, um, and I know I had it here on the, on the masking. You know, just as I'm looking for it, you know, there's a new syndrome that's been around for a while, but now it's getting noted because healthy young people are dying. Uh, we'll have to take, take a closer look at this. They're calling it the sudden adult death syndrome, SADS. You know, we had SIDS for children, now the sudden adult death syndrome. Uh, we're going to have to see uh, where that takes us. All right. Now, we talked about, you know, the Fouch saying masks are no good, then they're good, then you got to wear two, three, four, ten, whatever. There's a new study that evaluated people wearing masks 
and it showed that masks are not only worthless against COVID-19, wearing them might potentially be harmful for people's physical and mental health and for society in general. This is a peer-reviewed journal article in Curious, C-U-R-E-U-S. And this article is called The Correlation Between Mask Compliance and COVID-19 Outcomes in Europe. And it has come to the stunning conclusion that the higher the mask compliance rates, the higher the COVID case rates. And this is the exact opposite of what researchers should find if masks indeed worked. Now, a lot of studies looked at mask mandates, but this this one looked at compliance, people that actually wore the mask. Masking was the single most common non-pharmaceutical intervention in the course of the coronavirus disease 2019 pandemic. This article states, quote, most countries have implemented recommendations or mandates regarding the use of masks in public places. The aim of this study This short study was to analyze the correlation between mask usage against morbidity and mortality rates from 2020 to 2021 in the winter in Europe. 35 European countries for six months were monitored. And the findings indicated that the countries with high level mask compliance now, not only mandates, compliance, did not perform better than those with low mask usage. A peer-reviewed article. Peer-reviewed article. Published April 19, 2022. I don't know if many of you look at a uh, something called the the brownstone brownstone.org. See, we've been lied to so much; it's hard to get the truth out. And time and time again, I have been saying, based on science and based on my reading and based on experts, that masks and mandates enacted by politicians do not work, and yet they want you to wear a mask in an elevator by yourself. So you can decrease your oxygen in your blood, increase your CO2 and pass out. What they don't tell you is the more boosters you get, the more you are liable to catch COVID. And that's what's happening. A lot of billions of people have gone for their boosters and COVID rates are going up and they're going back to the old way of treating this with masks, mandates, lockdowns, social distancing. They didn't work before. What makes you think they're going to work now? This is a vaccine pandemic. It's a pandemic of the vaccinated. Not an etiology. You can check, you can track this. And how many times have we been told that masks can make a difference? The group thinkers, the ones that have biases, confirmational bias. 
or maybe peer pressure from their their bosses and they're afraid to say anything other than, than what is, you know, handed down by the Falch. But there are some intellectually honest researchers out there and they do excuse me, strive to uh, combat dangerous misinformation. I got to catch my breath over this stuff. And if you read this Brownstone article on the myths of masking, you'll see even in LA County that they had like 95% uh, compliance, but then uh, they found out that the mass requirements did not decrease the infection. Within a few weeks of the of this article coming out, that ninety five percent of people were wearing the mask. It's all inspiring release. They all they found cases in. LA had obliterated all previous records, rising more than 20 times higher than in December of 2021, when 95% of compliance was measured. You'll see charts when the mask mandate went in. And then when it was lifted, the, the, the COVID went away. Compliance has been proven to be completely and utterly irrelevant. There are 142 studies that will show you that. Peer-reviewed studies, randomized control studies. The biggest one out of Denmark, 6,000 people. Made no difference. 6,000 people. Doesn't matter whether you wear a mask or not. There is, there is no clear correlation between mask uses and cases, especially in this study out of Europe. If anything, it shows how ineffective masks are. And when you look at charts of people dying, the death rate is lowest where you have the least amount of mask wearing. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it it really is uh, an uphill battle, but we have to stay strong, okay? Here we have to stay strong. Keep our immune system. I I call it a superior interior. Keep our gut healthy with a, a good probiotic, okay? And, uh, Say a prayer for those that are getting sick from this uh, these jabs, especially the ones that receive the second jet, the second booster. I hate to tell you what some people like Dolores Cahill is, talks about from people that have got the second booster. And, and, and you know what? It doesn't matter how, what's your education. I came across a cardiologist the other day that said, you know, people are still using that ivermectin, that, that, that worm medicine. No idea that ivermectin is the most widely prescribed drug around. It's on the WHO list of required medications. And if you go to NIH.gov, NIH.gov, and just search ivermectin and cancer, you'll see how this drug is used around the world for cancer, curing cancer. 
It's cheap, ladies and gentlemen. It'll never, it'll never survive the big pharmaceuticals companies. So for the past two weeks on Tuesdays, I've been talking about alternative naturopathic complementary care and allopathic Rockefeller medicine. 85% of doctors are employed. Uh, they take their marching orders. You need to be the CEO of your own body. You, you have to listen to shows like mine, Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. I'm on Spotify, Alexa, iTunes, iHeart, Apple, all over. Dr. Ron, Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. And uh, get educated. And maybe look out, look out for a naturopathic surgeon, uh, a physician. We're going to have... Uh, on this show, probably in a couple of weeks, Dr. Negri, N-E-G-R-I. He's the past president of the West Virginia Natural Medicine State Board. And he's a historian of naturopathic medicine. And some of the allopaths are going to want to go that way because they know it's catching on, but they, they, they just can't catch up because of their education. Their education to prescribe a pill for every ill. And does it mean you're healthy because you're taking pills that are covering over your symptoms. So um, we, we will have him on the show and he's going to be a great guest. And a, he's a friend of Dr. Wong, so what more can I tell you? All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house.